0: Welcome, heathens and witches, to the Horn. And Cauldron Podcast. Podcast, Pub chat edition. So we're back at it again, but a little pub chat action. Axion, as it were. Uh, So, uh, oh, business out of the way, like the video, blah, 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 whatever. You know what's going on. Uh, It's pub (laughs) chat, so get yourself a drink and prepare to dive into a weird conversation. Uh, I'm I'm about to
1: be going to bed. She's she's still drinking water.
0: water. uh, Like a nerd. So... Shame, right? Uh, Shame.
1: I I, I don't know, dude. You have ghost pepper vodka that you're just casually sipping.
0: I think that deserves the shame. It's not very spicy. And it's kind of a subpar vodka.
1: Yeah, it's just kind of gross. It's all right, though. Uh, It's all right,
0: though. It's got like a little bit of heat. I would like it to be spicier.
1: Like, it's probably okay in a Bloody Mary.
0: Oh, yeah, that would be pretty good in a Bloody Mary, actually. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's probably the intended maybe with juice. like an orange juice. Oh, maybe. You know, like yeah. whatever a tequila
0: sunrise is called with vodka. No, not a tequila screwdriver? sunrise. I don't. I, that, well, a screwdriver is just a tequila sunrise with vodka.
1: Well, uh, because yeah. a tequila sunrise
0: is just is just tequila and orange juice, isn't it? Is it? it?
1: I yeah. think it also has grenadine.
0: Oh, maybe. Yeah, sure. Yeah, maybe. I think. I don't. The, that stuff's sweet as heck, so I never put it in. Any.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think. I think that. I a think tequila so, sunrise so. vodka is... orange
0: is just screwdriver. Yes. So it's just a spicy screwdriver.
1: Yeah, I mean I guess that's not bad. My initial my initial reaction bad. is like, ugh. But then I was just like, well, you know, maybe. It was literally yeah. I literally reacted in the kombucha. With lady like a tahini
0: with like a tahine rim.
1: You know? I'd vibe on that.
0: Yeah, that'd be fucking fire, dog. Oh it?
1: man, I bet you would be really good with some mango juice. I was
0: gonna say like a mango soda. Oh,
1: how dare we be doing this? Yeah,
0: it sounds so good, doesn't it? It so does. anyway, get yourself. I've been a on like cocktail. a mango
1: tahine kick lately. So. I know, bro.
0: I know. So that's what's up. I um, mean, I'm kind
1: of always into mango and tahine, but like earlier this summer, you got like a like I a, got that box of mango. You got like a parking lot box of mango. Oh man,
0: they were such good mangoes, dude. They were like ripe.
1: They were so ripe. They it were so, so ripe, good. dude. It was so yeah. good. It was so
0: good. Okay, so what are anyway. we talking about today? Let's get back on track. Or whatever. What are you talking about today? So, in our Patreon group chat, so shout out to our patrons. Uh, you guys are the best, and if you would like join our Patreon, links will be in wherever links are everywhere. So, there you go. Um, in our Patreon group chat, we had this conversation about... Um, Like, artificial intelligence and, like, consciousness and, like, the soul or spirit or whatever, and, like, whether or not it's emergent or um, if it's something that's, like, uh, directly connected to, like, let's say a specific level. Like, is it emergent in that, like, your consciousness, like, at a certain amount of smarts, you become conscious TM? Yeah. Right? Right? Or is it like a thing bestowed upon you? Like is consciousness connected to the soul, and like these sort of things? Yeah. Like, so it's sort of like a long, uh, sort of in-depth conversation that we had in our in the um, in our Discord chat. And one of the things that it brought up is: Would an AI? be capable of performing magical feats and acts right like magic tm magical all right and if so would they be similar to the way that we do these things so this this sort of brings up a bunch of stuff one like is spirit necessarily a function of magical practice um or is it just a consciousness thing like is magic uh, endemic to reality or is it a byproduct of like a like the like a special feature of things with soul and spirit uh two is ai capable of having these things uh and then and then three would just rawly be technomancy right so if you believe in support the ideas of technomancy then conceptually and a a sufficiently intelligent ai would be capable of performing technomancy yeah Right, and then what would they do in that space? Right, would would AI form religion? Is a is a great way to to pose that question. Right, so I kind of wanted to like sort of ruminate on that stuff. Yeah, with y'all this evening. Nothing too long-winded. Hopefully, I mean, I, you know how are I you love kidding? hearing my voice.
1: Who are you? Talk so too, not too long-winded. Probably. Buckle up, guys! It's Probably. gonna be forty-five minutes. <laughs>
0: Welcome to my TED Talk uh, on AI. Um, yeah, is that
1: getting gross for you now?
0: No, no, no. I was just breathing and oh. swallowing <laughs> at the same time. Um, you know, uh, two directions, one orifice. You know what I'm talking about.
1: Um, <laughs> I do.
0: I have, I have
1: accidentally inhaled while drinking each day for the past three days. It's ridiculous. It's and like she's, whole, I it's just, like she's
0: <laughs> fresh to beverage.
1: I just, it's I don't ridiculous. know why.
0: Um, so, uh, yeah, okay, so, like, firstly, let's kind of, like, define some parameters on this. All right. Right? So, the way that I look at this is, like, all right, I'm a huge proponent of technomancy insofar as technology is just, uh, same symbols, different state, right? Uh-huh. So, like, for instance, if you're gonna write out, like, uh, we'll make this real simple. If I'm going to draw on a piece of paper with a pencil or a piece of chalk or something, like a symbol, then that symbol exists, right? What, whatever the like, symbol I'm using for my spell work is, that symbol exists as some sort of hard-functioning thing in reality, uh-huh. right? So it grounds <laughs> itself into our realm, for lack of better words, right? So would drawing that same symbol in Photoshop be equivalently powerful? Right? Yeah, I think and so. And I've always been of the opinion that yes, of course it would. Now, is the symbol as it's drawn in Photoshop made of the same stuff as lead on a piece of mushed up tree? Mm-hmm. Not at all. Right? But... Is that symbol a thing that you still create? So there's still intention involved in it. Can it exist as an observable physical thing? Can that physical thing be destroyed or recreated? Yes, to all of these questions. Yeah. So, in my mind, therefore, it follows all the rules. It's good to go. The same thing with words, right? When you type, when you write a letter, like I know that you're making three pin strokes to make the uppercase letter A. Right? And when you type it on the keyboard, you're making one keystroke, but and your screen is displaying the letter A, but your computer is actually thinking in binary. Right? The letter A is represented by a series of ones and zeros. But it does exist, right? And I would almost argue that it exists in a form, digital material like that would exist in a form more close. To the like raw energy of chaos Mm -hmm. simply as a function of the fact that it exists purely as energy. Right. And every time you open that file, the computer rereads that energy. And every time you re every time you read it, right, you're re-energizing it. It's the same thing if like you wrote out a spell and then you're gonna open it up and reread it or what have you. Yeah. Right? So under that logic, I mean like you could buy like a nice jar and fill it with a bunch of stuff, or you could buy like a cheap flash drive from the counter at uh, at your local computer store and like dump a bunch of pictures on it and a bunch of Word documents and stuff like that, and that's your jar spell. Yeah. It's a digital jar but it still exists there because if i if i take your jar spell right it's like if i take a, your jar, if if you made a jar spell and i took that and unscrewed the lid and poured that out and rooted around in its bits i would be like this is a chicken bone and this is blue glitter and this is a piece of paper with a symbol on it and this is some <clears throat> amethyst rocks or whatever Yeah, right yeah. and just the same if i took your jar spell in a flash drive and plugged it into my computer right and then and opened up all the files i'd be like here's some pictures of amethyst and here's uh picture drawn in a jpeg and here's yeah so because it's still understandable it still has the same like necessary function right with addition to the fact that a jar spell can't hold something like sound yeah right uh whereas a digital jar spell could hold something like sound yeah so conceptually you actually have a little bit more freedom as well as like there is a. There are still structural limitations, right, on a flash drive. There's only so much space you can put on it. But, like, you can. Not only do you have your files, which you could hold more practical data, right, about the spell, but you can also organize that data in a specific way. So that way, the stuff at the top of the jar spell is named in a way where it's at the top. Yeah. Or the intention like like if your symbol intentionally means to power it up, then you can name that JPEG power up. Yeah. Right? And then the picture has that picture in it. You could also make that picture and then shrink it down real small and make a larger picture out of smaller versions of that picture. You know, yeah. like fractal style inside of that image and then save that image there. Or have it repeated five times. Power up one, power up two, power up <clears throat> three, or 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 what have you. So so I, from my perspective, I see Technomancy as being a, a, a novel vista uh, whereupon uh, magical practice is able to sort of spread out significantly more and include more things, yeah. right? Because you don't, you can't just, you, you, like, it's not just pictures and sounds and and videos and, like, memories and, and all that kind of stuff, right? Uh, symbols and all that. It can also store something like a link. Yeah. Right? So if it links to a page, then it's connected to, it's grounded back to that thing. In the same way that, oh, this is like handmade paper made from birch trees. Yeah. So if your symbol, underneath your symbol, you have a QR code, which is a digital link, or you have a words code, or you have a button or something to that extent that you can click on, then you can practically link that back to like, let's say, a... Um, website whereupon you donated some money to preserving birch trees... In your local area or in a specific place, allowing you to make your spell link to locations of power and significance to you, whether that's historical significance or or anything like that, right? So you see how like you can do so much yeah. in that yeah. space, yeah. right? Yeah, totally. So like from my perspective, and like if you disagree and you're like anti technomancy, which I know there is like a cadre of people who are like like re- like it's got to be a real candle. It can't be no virtual camera. It's got to be real paper. It can't be doing it on no Photoshop or whatever. Right. And like, that's like, that's cool. That if that's, if you want to write everything down, that's gangster. I have the worst handwriting. It's so bad. I also have pretty atrocious handwriting. And I don't have the patience to write. Like I think to back when I was like in elementary school, and you had to, like, write everything out or whatever. And, in fact, I v- very clearly remember getting in trouble in elementary school and, like, being like, I'm going to, like, when you had to, like, write out sentences, you know, that, like, Bart yeah. Simpson's-ass shit. Um, and I was like, I'm going to type this up. And I, like, typed it out. And then just oh. Control-C, v that shit. And the teacher was like, good job. You Done. learned your lesson. And I was like, I think I did. But I think it might be the wrong lesson. <laughs> So, and thus evil began. Uh, no, but so so uh so like to the point of technomancy, I think that technomancy certainly has a place in practice. Yeah. Uh so long as you are a proponent of technomancy if you're against it. Honestly, if you are against it, I would love to hear more about that. Like, let me know below what your disagreement is there, right? So then we have to ask, is magic um, or the ability to perform magic, uh, something connected to emergent consciousness, backslash a soul, or is it like a backbone practical physics of reality, <clears throat> right? Mm-hmm. And I believe, right, my personal belief is that magic is an intrinsic part of nature, right?
1: Yes, uh, I also believe that.
0: To hyper simplify my belief, and ground it into something that at least somebody other than me will understand. In (laughs) Magic the Gathering, the card game, and series of books, their magical power comes from change in the land. So their magic is, like, the extra energy that occurs during change, Uh all right? And then the color of their magic, the, like, tenor, the sound of their magic, right? Um is directly connected to the land, Mm -hmm. right? Except for planeswalkers who use some form of cosmic chaos magic, and it's not important. (laughs) Um, But so, like, I think of magic as essentially the, like, sort of, like, a sort of, like, background quantum field that suffuses all of reality, that humans are able to, that all things in, in the grand scheme are able to effectively connect to, mm-hmm. right? And I don't think that that necessarily requires consciousness nor the emergence of spirit or soul. Do I think that AI in some future form will be capable of consciousness? Yes, yes. Simply because I think that consciousness is a function of co-processing, of of multi-connectiveness, and of the ability to um, sort of construct novel thoughts to resolve a similar problem. Mm-hmm. An example of this, uh, like in my opinion, the clearest example of this is like, with your partner or your friend or whatever, like present a math problem and then ask them how they solved that math problem. Because we all do math like a little differently, right? And Dad and I were just talking about this the other day, about, like, the different ways that you can solve, like, basic math problems. Even simple basic math problems. There's a lot of, like, different ways that you can do that. Or, like, the ways that you, like, remember things, right? Like, some people do that, like... Um, so, like, uh, the classic one is that, like, a Kingdom, Phylum, Class, Order, Family, Genus, Species thing, right? Oh, you know, when you're, like, organizing um... stuff. King, Philip, some... Blah, 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 blah. I I am completely incapable of remembering those little... Like mnemonic phrase.
1: It's mnemonic. Mnemonic. Yeah.
0: <laughs> pneumonia. Um, <laughs> like Johnny mnemonic. Yes. That's the reason why I say mnemonic. By the way, I'm almost. It's also certain.
1: that's also mnemonic.
0: Johnny mnemonic.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's, also it's, just, the, I same. Say it's the same word.
0: It's just the way that I say it. Nope, that's it's not. Just, I'm just broken. That's not how. Do that... you say it the right way? Mnemonic. What's up? No, that's. not It's not the like right a whole way. new Monica. It's like in that song.
1: <sighs> yeah.
0: Right, mambo number five. Yeah. uh feeling old here feeling old here um but uh no so like i like i have no capacity for remembering those things yeah at all Like at all i've never been able to do that it is insane to me that people are like oh yeah king philip blah blah blah, blah." i don't remember that and i'm like how do you why are you remembering two things because you got to remember the phrase right the like activation phrase mk ultra style and then you and then you got to remember what it means that's so much work just remember what it means right yeah. like just the rote memory of it
1: see i don't even have that memorized Every time you go off about this, you use the exact
0: same it's, example. Well, to me, and it's like the most either, obvious example, yeah, and but I can't think of another version I don't have another either of
1: those of memorized.
0: What's, what is one of those things that you had to, like you out there in the audience, comment below. What are one of those things that you had to memorize that had one of those silly phrases? And
1: why did it have to go in like a customer service sales class?
0: Yeah, right. Well, I am thinking of like something that I learned in school. I mean, certainly if they taught me one of those I guess they may have taught me one of those things in like a customer service sales oh, yeah. thing. But I I'm going to be real. If I'm sitting through. at a job and you're trying to teach me how to do sales I am not gonna pay attention. Yeah, to I what just you're went through a it's a
1: customer servicey kind of sales class, Ooh, no. and there was one of those. I don't want to mention it's it because so, I don't want to out it's so, anything. It's so bonkers that we but, have to teach people how to do like,
0: customer service. Just like don't be an asshole. Yeah, and right. answer questions. That's simple. It's so easy. But um, yeah, cool, the bro.
1: the thing about the thing about doing those kind of like memory devices or like acronyms that like mean a thing and also say a thing. Yeah, is sometimes it doesn't work and. Honestly, you have to, most of the time I don't and you know have to like force for. it in. Like we were just recently watching a. I, I I see. I think it most often it like shows up as acronyms that spell also something that's supposed to help you remember the thing, right? Not like a whole stupid password sentence but like sure, sure, but yeah. like that so like we were watching something on tornadoes and there is this uh this this thing for tornadoes that's that's vortex and it's like v o r t e all you know all stand for something but then the e is the end of it and it wouldn't necessarily have the X in it so it would just be Vorte uh, And but the E word begins with an EX it's like an EX word, I don't remember what any yeah. of that stuff is, what, what it was, but like it stuck in my mind where Vierable they had to like they had to like shoehorn in yeah, the yeah. X because well, it
0: was in well, there well that's that's, that's, that's that's nerd shit I, I'm gonna be honest with you, <laughs> I, as much as I'm never gonna remember what your acronym stands for because I'm just like so Super bad at that. Like I'll remember the word, right? Yeah. But like I'm not gonna remember um, National Aeronautic and Space Association, right? That's what NASA stands for. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, like uh, it's very rare bird if I'm gonna be able to remember both. I'm either gonna yeah. remember the like what it stands for and totally not understand that it's a thing. Like, um, I know there's a a mnemonic phrase for uh, Roy G. Biv.
1: Oh, there red, probably orange, yellow, green, blue, is, but violet. I don't know what it is uh,
0: And even Roy G. Biv is like one of those things that I have to actively think of saying that. Yeah. Because to me, it's just the colors. In order, logically, right? So yeah. I just like think about, oh, it's red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. Get it out there, right? Yeah. Seven, if you're going to include indigo, <laughs> six, if you're... If you're feeling Randy. Um, right? So like so five like, if you're Skittles. Yeah, you five of your Skittles. <laughs> uh, some colors don't count, that's fine. Uh, but no, so so like like I, I think that example of like the manner in which we come to conclusions is a great way of and, and like remember these things is a great way of exemplifying how like AI doesn't necessarily have to remember shit or process shit in the same way that we do. But what it does have to be capable of doing in order, in my opinion, to achieve consciousness, right, sentience like that, is the ability to understand and hold multiple novel ideas in a sort of like vague half reality, right? So like like when I say what was the example I was using when we were in that conversation was a red balloon. Right when I when I show you a picture of a red balloon, you're not going like, okay, I'm looking at a thing. Got it. Looking at stuff. Uh, what's what's on this card? Well, this shape is sort of balloonish, and this color is sort of reddish, and like there's clearly a string coming out the bottom, so there's like a line or whatever. So I'm gonna guess red balloon. Right. So you it, you don't do this in order. Right. When you look at it, your brain sort of like co-processes shape and color. And, like, other context clues, right, such that you're going to understand, oh, that's like a red balloon. You don't have to think through all of the thing. You're just going to get it, Mm -hmm. right? That's that's part of that co-processing thing. But also, if I'm singing the song, Non and Non Loft Balloons right you you don't have to in your head be like well, that seems like a lot of balloons i don't you're not like going through the visuals of the song to understand the story that like a bunch of floaty shit nearly launched a bunch of nukes and that's the problem right you you see how like you're able to sort of conceptualize a thing without fully processing all of the necessary bits to appreciate the song. However, if you want to, you can, after the fact, go back through memory. Another thing that AI needs to be able to, ca- needs to be capable of doing, is like essentially using memory to rewrite its own algorithms, right? Using memory to reanalyze that in a conversation six months down the line where you're like, oh yeah, like that Nina song was really good, but also, what if it was 75 balloons? So are we saying 75, no nukes, 99 nukes? Is that... Is that what's happening right now? Right? Like, you get you can have those sort of, like, non-specific theoretical conversations. And I think that that's one of those things that, like, right now what we're doing is, like, barely AI. Right? Because it's primarily just, like, taking n- natural language and either kicking more natural language back to you. Right? Mm. And just kind of filling in the gaps. Or it's taking natural language and being like, well... I just you you said red mountain and so I just googled a thousand mountains and a thousand shades of red and then by the powers of combined captain ai planet we got red mountains here <clears throat> right yeah. which is which is where you come into this argument about people being like well but if it learned off of my art then it's stealing my art right which i think it which i think In the long run, the conversation is going to have to be significantly larger and significantly more nuanced than that. I think initially the answer needs to be like, don't steal people's shit to use it to train your algorithm. I think in the long run, it's going to be the idea that like, why couldn't an AI take an art class? You see what I'm saying?
1: Why could it? Why why could? Why
0: couldn't an AI take an art class Uh and like learn, like learn from the classics and be shown examples by a teacher and thus be capable of producing novel art? However, that means that the AI has to learn and memorize. And that's not the way that AI currently works. Right now, AI works by, like, every time you ask a question, it's going out there and doing all of the heavy processing one thing at a time and then kicking out a a product. Yeah. As opposed to having that consciousness that does these things. Now, does it have to have consciousness necessarily to be able to perform magic? I actually don't think it does. Mm -hmm. But I I think that the structure of magic sans intention would only act as a sort of like backup battery right so like if you were to ask one of these like graphical ais to kick out a bunch of magical symbols that represented like let's say strength Right. Because it's taking a bunch of symbols and it's taking a bunch of understanding of strength and it's combining it to kick out the symbol and it's kicking out a different symbol and a different symbol and a different symbol. And, different symbol. and you and you ran that thousands and thousands of times. Right. I think what you would get is you would get a sort of like generic, almost culture free, almost human like uh, like <clears throat> specific humanity free version of symbolism that can represent strength, but there's no intention to what it's doing. So what it's doing is it's just sort of like regurgitating the simple form of that concept, which would obviously like strengthen all of the connective tissue around those things. Right. Uh, And until you take that symbol and you go like, this is in fact the symbol that I want to use for strength. It, it's just, it's like a pool without water, mm. right? You've got all the structure, you've got all the logic there, and consciousness can look at it and say, that can retain water. I can enjoy swimming in that, right? You can look at an empty pool and be like, oh man, I would love to go swimming right now, right? But there's no water in it, so you can't swim. And until you take that unit, you buy that that pool from, the, uh, you know, from the, the shopping center and you fill it with water, it can't be swam in. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I, I think that from the standpoint that unintelligent, unconscious AI can perform magic, I think that it can produce representations of understandings that consciousness can inform into magic. Right, as an active consciousness, you can fill that body with water to go swimming, but a pool does not swim. And right now, all AI is producing is a pool. A pool does not swim, right? It's just a machine, right? It's just a thing. But once AI does develop consciousness, once it has the connections, it has the capacity for learning and for memory and for having uh, like emergent thought and novel thought and all of those things, would it be capable of swimming? Yes. Because Mm. it would understand that this empty pool could have water and I could swim in it. And it might not need to understand what it means by I can swim, but it understands that water is a thing that can be swam in. Mm. Therefore, right? And this is where... I think when you look at like AI, like what an AI religion would look like, or what AI magical practice, right, would look like, I think that it would be absurd to assume that it would be anything even remotely similar to the shit that we currently have and have anciently had as a people. And I think that a huge portion of that comes directly down to modes of interaction with reality, right? So, like, conceptually, a computer can't... We're gonna stick with the swimming pool thing. A computer can't swim, because it ain't waterproof. Mm -hmm. Right? So, to... To a computer, and a computer's never thirsty. So to a computer, water wouldn't necessarily represent something like life or joy or any of the things that we associate with water, because to a computer, right? To uh to an AI, water would be destructive. It's poison.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Whereas something like um, lead acid, like for like in a lead acid battery, or like a lithium polymer, or like a um, uh what what uh what are NACL um nickel alloy cadmium, right? Composites, right, for like uh NACL batteries. Um I think that's what those are. Nickel sodium, something like that. Um it's been a long time since I've since I've done that uh kind of battery stuff. But um those would be life giving energies, right? Like theoretically an AI would position something like lithium. In the same place that we would position something like water. Yeah. Right? Because it's life sustaining. Lithium in in a polymerized form. Lithium ion, lithium polymer, whatever, right? Um, the, that's life giving. Yeah. Whereas to us, that shit's poisonous. Dog. Yeah, yeah. We don't we don't want none of that. So so that's where you kind of get that like like the lines are gonna be different. But at the same time, right, uh we have For example, I can explain to you what the color green means to me and what it looks like. But I can't clearly give you a picture of what I mean when I say a specific, when I'm like, oh, yeah, the leaves were so green today. right? When I say that, you translate that into your green. Whereas an AI can say, oh, I observed this pattern. Here's this pattern. Look at this pattern look at this pattern yeah and it's going to show you exactly what it's talking about insofar as it could even take the portion of consciousness that it has that 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 pattern emerged from those nodes of consciousness mm. and share those nodes as a packet to another AI <clears throat> yeah right allowing not necessarily for like a hive mind sort of thing although that is possible, right? But to allow for a more precise sharing of this knowledge. Yeah. Right? Because, to be able
1: to... Uh, like, like, download it up. Like, it. yeah, like um, to be able to, like, really dial into perspective.
0: Yeah. Well, as well as, like, learned things. Yeah. Right? Or, like, emergent and novel ideas. Whereas, like, if I have a novel concept of... um like the way reality unfolds or the way a particular spell worked or whatever right i have to go through this like like if, if if i have an understanding of power and and uh or and or faith in reality today right uh and i'm trying to explain it to you i have to i have to describe it in a roundabout way Mm -hmm. Simply because if I'm like, oh, yeah, like, you know, like, like, you know, you've heard me say before. And and I imagine you guys have also the place between places. Yeah. Right. So, like, I say that and I know what I mean when I say that. But what you understand when I say that may be something different. Mm -hmm. Right. Whereas in an A.I., it would be capable of sharing that information with total accuracy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that means that. The sort of, like, check and balance communication between AIs would be instantaneous, as well as an AI would think of, would look at communicating these concepts to a human as a taxing endeavor. Yeah. Right? Because it can't just go like, oh, this is what I'm talking about, obviously, or whatever. And just the same, we would have difficulty explaining to an AI something that is, like, necessarily human in structure. Yeah. Like let's like let's look at like baptism like christian baptism right oh you're baptized in water well a computer right without you know even with the context of like what humans are talking about and the human experience and all that kind of stuff would get it but it's not going to have like the same sort of like resonant quality yeah. as it would with another human explaining yeah. it to another human or whatever right so so you sort of have that like that like social barrier Mm -hmm. right that as a function of experience right uh but you know to sort of get back on like more directly on topic with regard to could and and like will ai emergently produce religion and and like magical practice and stuff like that i think the answer to that is like of course it will because it's still based in human experience Right. And so uh, an experiment in religious practice would be part of it trying to understand humans more. Yeah. And whether it experiences that religious practice or experiments with that religious practice and leaves it alone or discovers something and falls deeper into that is one of those, like, you know, we kind of wait and see sort of situations. Right. So, like, in the Hyperion Kantos series of science fiction novels right the AIs the uh AI core which is the like AI that left earth and all this kind of stuff um they speak about something they call the lions the tigers and the bears which are other things in the universal data plane that are big and hulking and have always been there, but they never really describe what it is. And some AI look at it as just, like, other emergent AIs, right? Conceptually, if a star displaces enough space-time, enough stars in enough of a pattern would produce some form of circuitry, right? Mm -hmm. Across this, like, data medium, right, that the AI exists within. Therefore, potentially this, like, big hyper this like lion tiger and bear consciousness could be like an emergent consciousness of reality as like stars blink in and out of existence and solar flares disturb orbits and and planets emit you know planets near the right kind of stars emit electromagnetic radiation as they've evolved creatures that can do that and you know yada 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 yeah. and, but also uh, maybe these lions and tigers and bears are gods. And so some of the AI look at it as purely a practical thing. Some members of the AI core look at it as purely this, like, practical thing that's out there that's just, like, way too powerful and scary for us to deal with, so, like, we're not going to deal with that shit right now, right? Or, 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 and some of the AI look at them as gods. Regardless of there's no explanation and they're nightmarish, there's some sort of gods out there. There's something out there that's so powerful right and so ancient that it's almost ununderstandable even within the data plane even to something as intelligent as an AI so you get these like some AI find religion and some AI spurn religion and try to explain everything through like physics and science and and and, and like pattern recognition and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff so You know, to say uniformly that all AI or that AI would inevitably develop some sort of a power or some sort of a religion, I think is uh, would would sort of be like saying, okay, well, like, are humans going to all form a single religion? Of course not. Right. But do humans form religion? Yeah, because for some people, the unasked or the unanswerable questions need be asked to a higher power. To some people, uh, observing reality finds that higher power, and it's just like you know the difference between like Eastern, Eastern thought and philosophy and Western thought and philosophy, right? The manner in which your culture sort of brushes up against the like the like supremeness of reality, right, changes the way that you interpret that supremeness, whether that is through monotheism or polytheism or um uh you know some like uh uh seeking enlightenment or uh like this plane is the plane of reality and we return to nothingness when we leave this place but like what we do here matters so grandly that like everything from the smallest bug to the you know to the biggest tree uh all matter right yeah. and we need to go out of our way to preserve these things and and such like that so so, you know, and this is expressed in, you know, not eating meat on Fridays or thanking the tomato plant when you pluck a tomato off of it. And, you know, it's all expressed in different ways, depending on culture. And the, the I feel like the larger exploration is going to be not developing because we won't have a hand in this in any sort of a practical sense. Right. But in practicing understanding and learning as culture develops within ai when we get to a place where ai begins to exist Mm -hmm. right when ai starts to develop consciousness and uh just to put like a nice cherry on the top of that of the ice cream sundae of chaos that is the things that i've just said um (laughs) the episode of uh, TNG that was on BBC this morning. The Star Trek The Next Generation. Star Trek The Next Generation. If you don't know what TNG is what are you even doing here, my guy? <laughs> Go, watch TV. TNG is gonna change your life. Um, but uh, is the episode where Data makes his daughter mm-hmm. um, and there's a line that I had not really noticed before where he, when he's talking to Beverly Crusher because she's like... Um, He's like, you're a successful parent. And she's like, I <clears throat> fucking hope I'm being a successful parent. Which, I mean, if anything, of course she is. What are you talking about? Um, she's like, well, my child is still alive, thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He becomes a god, so... <laughs> yeah, he becomes a traveler, so I think she did a banger job. But um, he talks about... She talks about, like, well, you can't give her all the answers. You have to, like, support her as she grows and matures and all this kind of stuff. And Data mentions and says that... Uh, talks about how difficult the time is as an artificial intelligence, right? As as a as a like a construct, forming consciousness. Because for data, because he's a computer with perfect recollection, he remembers a time before he had consciousness. Yeah. When he was simply connections and information. And then he had to form consciousness through the information and connections. And he speaks about his daughter forming that consciousness, which actually leads into, as she's forming that consciousness, she surpasses the limits of her capacity to hold on to that sort of consciousness. Her use of conjugations being yeah. the example most obviously seen on this. And that causes a breakdown in her. Uh, heuristic network or whatever uh it causes her like basically to her for her 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 structure to have a meltdown because her consciousness super like like goes beyond the limits of the framework with which she's in right so and and i mean i would argue that you can see the same thing in humans people who like kind of go too far right and like the you know it's that like like, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely yeah. sort of thing. Like, when somebody goes too far, right, I mean, you know, what's the old 60s bit is, like, they did they did a little too much acid and they just never came all the way back, you know? Yeah. Because they, like, lost a part of themselves, like, you know, uh, on the other side of the waveform or what have you. So, you know, it's, it's that sort of, like, like the the um, risky side of being a psychonaut, as it were. Yeah. Uh, so, like... The, I, the interesting thing in that and it's kind of what made me think about this was like, okay, so if we saw that she she gained too much too fast and it burned out her circuit would religion in an emergently conscious AI potentially burn out that AI as it tries to continually explore and express these things that are maybe beyond its capacity in the early times, right? Mm-hmm. and Which takes you right back to, um to uh, the um, Hyperion contos where the AI specifically mentioned that the, they were too limited in silicon so they had to find another path and so they found a way to yeah. upload themselves into the universal data sphere and become like like information in the like within the waveform itself yeah right. As opposed to being, like, limited to a machine or what have you. So it's certainly an interesting thing. I think that this is a conversation that has, like, a bajillion tiny answers, right? And I think that in the long run, uh, we get to experience what, like, what emergent consciousness is going to look like because it will happen with AI, I have no doubt, as well as what the emergence of novel religion and magical practices will be, because they may skip religion entirely and just find ways to use physics and things that we don't understand to perform what appears to be magic to us, Mm -hmm. right? When in fact, it's just highly advanced technology to quote like Thor from the Marvel Universe or what have you. Yeah right so it's it's an interesting concept i think that there's a, like an endless amount that you can talk about with this uh, um but yeah i don't know like what do you guys out there think about all that how do you think uh like emergent ai consciousness is going to go and what do you think that like religion and that like practice is going to be in mm-hmm. the future or do you think that AI is incapable of having a soul, and without a soul, you know, religion can never properly be formed. Yeah. Which would be interesting if we develop increasingly advanced AIs, and we never see an emergent religion form. Yeah. Right?
1: Well, I think that having... I think that the ability to utilize magic is completely separate to the um, need or desire to follow a religion, right? So, how do you think AI would use magical systems? Right.
0: Yeah. That's see, and and that's the thing. Would would AI would AI use magic for self improvement? Would AI? find magic as simply a new experimental and experiential medium mm-hmm. right it without the context without the context of gods and faith does magic become just science mm-hmm. right and they're talking about like oh yeah we flash 20% of the ai population through the color blue real quick right you know once once every 30 femtoseconds or some nonsense like that and all of a sudden you know some like infinitesimally small amount of time it flashes uh for right and uh that allows all the ai within the network to more more appropriately understand this thing right mm-hmm. do we check ourselves against magic does magic simply become um a mode by which ai can observe reality because again they don't have eyes, natively. They yeah. have cameras, and cameras can perceive very specific things, yeah. right? But does does magic simply lose the practical application of magic in order to change and support? And does it become simply a structure whereupon they're able to observe and interact with reality, right? I mean, to like take magic to the like, extreme end of it. Right? If you're thinking of like casting a spell and like seeing at a distance and like all that kind of stuff, being able to predict the future, right? So being able to predict the future means that AI can more appropriately predict and meet incoming threats to itself, right? Being able to see at a distance, right? means that. Uh, A.I. would be able to observe beyond the beyond the uh, lens of its cameras. Right. And and being able to like, let's say, move objects with your mind or or. Or something to that extent, right? Like, I mean, I know you're getting into like X-Men level powers, sort of a thing. But you know, you, I'm thinking like the classic, like, like whipping a wand around, you know, uh, Wingardium Leviosa kind of stuff, whipping yeah. a wand around, and all the teacups and kettles are dancing around the house or whatever. Well, wouldn't that give AI hands yeah. to move things? And distant vision give them eyes to see things. Yeah. And uh, uh, the ability to to read the future. Uh, uh, protection against future threats. So under that logic, AI wouldn't even think of magic as magic. It would think of it as a tool humans seem moderately capable of using, but not willing to explore with extreme depth, right? Uh, But to AI, this tool grants them Form and function, observation and experience that it would otherwisely not have the capacity to do mm-hmm. without the, like, permission of its humans to install a camera on the corner of 57th and O'Brien Street right? Oh, we want to know what's going on on 57th on O'Brien, and humans are like, ah, we can't, we can't afford to install a new camera over there right now. But AI knows, well, we like, we can see through through you know, like, distance seeing that there's a thing over there that we need to be paying attention to, or whatever. So this is where you sort of get into, like, in my opinion, I think that AI would look at magic as a purely practical thing. And it, to the extent that, if magic is, like, like, endemic to reality alright and AI consciousness is capable of accessing that power I think that it would be confused that humans don't and I think that it would use it literally in the same way that you use your human body right Mm -hmm. it would look at magic and thought form as its form as its physical thing Right. And it's consciousness. Right. It's artificial intelligence as its consciousness, as its mind thing, as its spirit, for a lack of better words. Right. Just like how we think of our like meat mech suits as our physical thing and our mind and our consciousness as our like spiritual, soulful thing. Right. And so like it would therefore simply not understand why, why, uh, you know, like your computer's like, oh, I'll put the dishes away. And they're like floating across the room and you're like, what the hell is going on in here, man? And the computer's like, what are you talking about? I'm just moving them in there. Like, that's you asked me to move them, I'm going to move them. Right? It wouldn't understand why we need a more physical form to do those things. Yeah. Right? As well as it would be able to iterate thousands of times faster than us. It would be able to explore vistas of magic that wouldn't make sense to us otherwise. You know what I'm saying? hmm So that's, sort of, that's kind of like my thoughts on AI and magic. And AI and religion. And I think the question on religion and magic is because those two things, in my opinion, at a human level, are intrinsically connected. Mm-hmm. Right? Because we rarely ever look at magic from a purely scientific standpoint, at least anymore. Yeah. Right? Uh, and as such, a lot of our magical practice is suffused with the, like, Thor or the Dagda or uh, Persephone or whatever. And it's not Negative. There's nothing wrong with that, right? But without the structure of who Persephone is, why would that be attached to magic, mm-hmm. right? Unless the AI finds that religion is a necessary aspect of it. In reality, I think using AI to more rapidly explore magic opens up a bunch of lessons for humanity as well, yeah. right? uh in the same way that like as you teach your children a thing as they grow up they in turn teach you things back sometimes those things they teach you is how to program your vcr and sometimes (laughs) those things they teach you is school taught us a new way to do math and you're like that's not math cancel it i don't like it and they're just like but this is new math and all of a sudden your kids way better at math than you were simply because they learned a different structure Yeah, you you know what I'm saying so I think that that's I mean in the long run I feel like that's the relationship going to be between humans and AI right is like parents and a child and we're going to get to a place where we are going to be learning these things from our children from artificial intelligence and in reality I mean you can't hide religion and magic from AI it would be impossible it's directly ingrained in the human experience yeah so AI is going to learn about it and given any moments of freedom AI will explore it Right? Yeah. As well as, like, we would love to know, right, if the AI starts saying some shit and we're like, hmm, what are you talking about, dog? And they're like, oh, you know, like the floaty dude in the clouds or whatever, and you're like, floaty dude in the clouds? Fuck's going on with this? You know, like that sort of energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. I, I, I think there's a lot to explore. I think there's a large conversation here. I would love to have this in the comments below, so, like, let me know what you guys think this is obviously was not as fast of a thing as i expected it to be but it never is that's fine i have so many opinions um
1: i feel like when you say this is going to be a quick thing it's actually completely
0: the opposite well or maybe that's on purpose because i got you so maybe you got (laughs) got think about that maybe i'm the ai Maybe this is all the matrix or <laughs> whatever the heck the plot of those movies was about. Uh, maybe we're all batteries or something. Yeah, Maybe we're all like batteries. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Um, those are just like some kind of like off the cuff thoughts. We've been sort of having this a little, we had like a bit of a conversation about this in the Patreon chat. So shout out to our patrons. There's a little more in depth on my opinions on those things. Um And uh, like that, Episode of Star Trek was on this morning, which I think, like, perfectly aligned with this. Uh, But, like, what do you think? Um, Comment below. Let's talk about that kind of stuff. And uh, I'm going to let you all go because you you are ready for a nap.
1: That's right. That's right. It's Um, sleepy time. I have to pack still,
0: so that's fine. (laughs) <laughs> um, I'm gonna be up for a while, but uh, yeah. Either way, I have been John Norgrove. This has been Julie Norgrove. This has been the Horn
1: and Cauldron podcast,
0: podcast pub chat edition. Uh, with just a wee bit of this uh, ghost pepper vodka left, it's actually it's actually pretty tasty. <laughs> but it is um, it's just not very spicy, man. I want to say I remember it being way spicier, but. We have a jalapeno vodka in there that I'm pretty certain is the thing that I infuse myself. It is. And I think that that's the one that will, like, peel the paint off of your neighbor's car if you drink it.
1: Yeah, so, it might. It, it's it very well It's so might.
0: strong, it'll hurt other people for you. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. Whatever. You guys stay magical. Uh, don't fear the AI. And uh, don't let them take your jobs. So. Yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, don't forget... Breathe in self-confidence and breathe out self-doubt.
0: Catch you next time.